Hello, welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know in very, very little that you really need to know. I am Eric Ozempa. I'm Brady Stuffel. Hey, Brady, how is it going today? How are you uh, doing? It's going, you know, it's whatever. Um, smoke is still, <laughs> the air quality still stinkos <laughs> around here. It's not great. I think we have a go. few more days of it, like in the mid '90s, and then hopefully we get a respite here pretty soon. I hope it breaks. Yeah, I do, um, and I hope that the AQI improves, air quality index improves, because I got home from work yesterday and I was like, I'm so like, I need to do something else. I was riding like all day, meetings all day, and it's like I was going to get on my bike and go ride, and then it's like, you know, it's terrible. It's like smoking a pack of cigarettes. You go outside. So, um, <laughs> are you doing that a lot these days? Smoking, smoking packs of cigarettes. Yeah. No, I mean, if I could harden up my lungs like that, maybe it'd be easier to go do stuff. But yeah, um, shout out to a, a listener in Oregon, uh, Chris. And, uh, you know, I just wanted, I forgot to tell Chris on a phone call recently that, you know, if they could just do something to mitigate the forest fires out there, you know, uh, peace and love. I know everybody's doing their best, but I thought you were going to say gosh. shout out to every, all the chain smokers. No, <laughs> chain smokers. I don't think Chris is a chain smoker, but anyway, I would yeah, listener, it. listener, Chris in Oregon. So, uh, yeah, really likes the, uh, the, the deep tones that we got going on and has learned a lot about Longmont. So I just want to let you know that. Well, you're so, welcome, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. That's pretty awesome. Shout out to Chris. So thanks for being a loyal listener, as well as uh, some of the other people too around the country. So we always appreciate you listening in to learn more about Longmont, our crazy zany community. For whatever uh, reason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you do anything fun this past weekend? It was a, a Labor Day um, weekend, and we are uh, we are delayed in, in launching our podcast for the week. So I apologize. We are. Yeah, we listeners. are. Um, I mean, it's like nothing out of the ordinary, um, went for a bike ride or two, you know, like serious cycling, um, just getting back into that, um, which is cool, but yeah, it was pretty much a, a lay low style weekend. And I thought, Oh, maybe we'll go out and <laughs> buy groceries. We never managed to do that. I thought maybe I'd wind up going to do a couple other things and we kind of just said, you know, it's, it's fine. What do you, what do you need to do on the weekend? So we took care of a few errands and Kelsey was doing a project. She's so, she's so funny. Uh, I love, I love the hobbies that she has. I do some woodworking and she does some sewing stuff. So she's making a cover for the stand mixer because she's sick of bringing it down. Cause it's like, you got to put it in cold storage kind of on top of the fridge. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, it's so big and it doesn't fit in any of our like goofy sized ancient cupboards. So we like, I schlep it up there for, and every time I get it down, she's like, this thing's disgusting. And so she, she's like making this really cute. Uh, ah, okay. Yeah. So she's going to cover it. So it doesn't get disgusting. Right. And so you pull the cover off the covers gross. I guess you watch yeah. the cover, but you don't have to like scrub the bowl of the, the stand mixer every time you want to make your mashed potatoes or, or you know, so whatever. are there uh that's a really good question are there must-haves on a counter for you like is there a must on the have? counter yeah we try to keep most stuff off of the counter like yeah. as a rule on on my counter i have my fancy pants coffee maker yeah that's a big one so the yep. fancy pants so all of the ways that i make caffeine that i can ingest i, I keep that stuff on the counter um, so my fancy pants, uh, espresso maker is up there that I spent, um, a good, a good number of pennies on, and we have a, a an electric kettle that also sits on the counter and then the microwave, because, you know, we used to have the microwave over the stove, but it didn't have a thing that would port the air outside. And now we have a, a thing that's vented outside. And so we had to buy a different one and that sits on the counter and it's fine. I mean, my, my parents were talking about when they were updating their kitchen, doing like, Oh, what should we do? I want to get out, want the microwave over the stove. And it's like, we had a microwave over the stove and it was sort of non-standard. It was a little bit too high, but every time we would get 
like make oatmeal or soup or something. And I always thought I was going to boil my face off. Uh, just like dump it, you know, on my face, like, ah, it's hot. And then have some sort of um, comedy of errors. And, you know, then I wind up with horrible burn scars or something for the rest of my life. Never really liked the microwave up that high. I thought I couldn't watch to see when stuff started boiling. And so the, all of a sudden your soup would pop or your, your oatmeal would splatter. It's like, eh, it's fine on the counter. I don't care. Well, true confession, that. we got rid of our microwave last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because it was on top of the fridge. And I was like, what do we ever use this thing for? Mm-hmm. And so we have never looked back. It's kind of weird. There's only one application that I value the microwave. Can you think of what that application might be? Microwave popcorn. No. No, um, I make popcorn out of a kettle. So that's a bother. Okay. No. <laughs> What's, what century is it? I know exactly. Um, uh, so it's a beverage that we both enjoy. Uh, you said like. Uh, Heating up coffee. You, you heat up coffee. Okay. I was going to say, that's about the only thing that I ever use a microwave for. And every once in a while, I go, ah, it'd be nice to have a microwave just to plug the. I reheat tea more than I reheat coffee. Mm-hmm. If you're reheating coffee, you got to be careful because it gets scorchy. It tastes terrible. Um, but I, we use it for like making instant oatmeal in the winter. Um, yeah. The occasional, occasional instant popcorn. We had, <laughs> there was a bag. Kelso had a bag the weekend. I'll say uh, uh, we were we were you know celebrating Labor Day or whatever, and it got late. And like, let's have instant popcorn. And there was uh, we put it in, and it had gone out of date, and it barely popped. It got super scorched. <laughs> it, was, it was the last one. It was so gross, um, which is too bad. But um, you know, other than that, I mean, it's these. You know, we probably use it every day, but we do like microwave vegetables and stuff, or microwave potatoes if um, we're we're short on time. So. Yeah, I mean, I know, you know, peace and love to people who love their microwaves, but it was, it's not anything like it's no, like, oh, it's an environmental thing or anything like that. It was just right. like, you know, it's just sitting on top of the fridge and we hardly use it. Don't it. use it's it, like, you don't use it. Could we try it without it? And we haven't really looked back since then. The other thing, too, is I'll challenge the listeners. I uh, grew up in a family of heavy uh, paper towel users. Mm-hmm. And my parents would use like a roll a minute. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so my wife, Sandy would be like, you know, do you really have to use so much paper towels? Cause mm-hmm. any sort of spill anything, I'd be like, I grab a paper towel. Didn't matter mm-hmm. what it was. Mm-hmm. So then finally I was like, you know what? I think the only way I'm probably going to get rid of this habit is to actually take down the paper towel holder, which mm-hmm. we had one fastened to the side of the cabinet above the sink. And mm-hmm. so I took that down and the paper towels now live in the in the uh, cabinet where our washer dryer live. And really, I rarely ever use them. So, you know, pat on the back for me for just like going, Hey, I'm not going to use this. I'm breaking the cycle. Mr. Green, Mr. Green. Now that is kind of a green decision. And I'm kind of proud of that for actually not not freaking out because the paper towels aren't. I use them for um, Kleenexes because I will go right to Kleenex. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah. But you know, like, wait a second though. I have to interrupt. So if I ask Sandy to get me a Kleenex, she will go and grab a toilet paper, like a square. square. And I'll be like, I need more. What am I going to do with this? I'm a blow right through. I come from a a family of powerful noses. (laughs) My father, even more so before me. And uh, no, I'll I'll punch right through one of them. There's, there's no way. So I use paper towels for that. We use them when we eat dinner a lot of times and stuff too. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something we could all do is get rid of that. But I mean, otherwise, otherwise on my countertop, I get rid of, I put all my, like, we got a pressure cooker. I put that in the cabinet if we don't use it. Toaster goes underneath if we don't use it. The blender goes underneath if we don't use it. It's really just the the ways that 
you know, I, I ingest caffeine and then also a little speaker, a little speaker that sits up. There. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Now we do try to keep the stand mixer on the counter, but that one kind of nags at me because we don't really it's don't use it that much. So big. Yeah, they're yeah. big girls. It's huge. So. It's huge. Yeah, but anyway, it is what it is. Should we get into what's going on in Longmont and stop let's, talking about our appliance needs? Do yeah. You started this. Year. I don't know. <laughs> I was All like, right. sure. You want to talk about appliances? We'll talk about, we'll talk about exactly. Longmont, uh, the basics. Uh, what? What do you keep on your countertop, Brady? All right. Do you, you want to do you want to lead off or do you want me to lead off? Do you have anything uh, on your well, we've got that the Longmont Public Library now begins to do hours. Yep. Um this yep. came out recently. Absolutely. Yeah, and I got sirens going on outside. That's very oh, cool. That's, been a that's lot of really cool. Summer. Um, and they're saying open nine to eight Monday through Thursday, nine to five on Friday, uh, Fridays and Saturdays. And one to five on Sunday. So pretty robust hours. Let's be honest. That's not bad. I mean, eight, eight is pretty good. And Fridays, everybody's got to go out and um, decompress. A little happy hour, I guess. Get out of there at five yeah. on Friday. Yeah. All of these, these uh, nobody's checking out books anymore. You know, whatever you complain about when you're a librarian. <laughs> and, and kudos to the Longmont Library because they've, they've offered some cool services. And we've talked about that in the past. So I'm just, yeah. I'm just, just joking. You are just, just joking. Yeah. Joking. Yeah, you know, sh- throw in the, the shade, but I don't, I don't mean it. Uh, let's see, Pharaoh. Remember, we talked yep. to Patrick and his wife about Pharaoh, and, and it's going to be a restaurant down in Naiwai. You got it. PharaohRestaurant.com is the website, and uh, you know it looks. The website looks awesome too. So does the food. Uh, if you look at the food online, it looks amazing. Um, you know, I just wanted the to give our listeners a heads up that it looks like they will be opening in September as planned, but they had a bit of a hiccup. So got a little update from them about a sink. They have to order a special sink so they can pass health department inspections. So they're waiting on the sink. Hopefully they've gotten the sink. Uh, this was back in September 2nd. They sent this out. They're still waiting to take reservations and such, but uh, as soon as they get that mitigated and fixed, then they should be all. Good I, I feel for anybody trying to do literally anything during the pandemic. Oh, what we did do is we went to the flower, not the flower bin, but we did go get some dirt from the, uh, the old, the Midwestern materials. So we did do that this weekend. Um, Colorado materials, whatever the one is. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Midwestern materials. There's, there's like, one that's called Midwestern materials and it's further to the East. I think, I think mm-hmm. there's actually two. And then the one's called Colorado materials. And or closer like, to the Midwest. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It's exactly. over like a mile yeah. that way. Yeah. It's like, that's out <laughs> on the plains now. Yes, so, so Colorado materials on the corner of Boston and sunset. Basically, that's for all your Um, supply needs again. Yeah, so we went down there and got some of their potters mix and filled up our uh, planter beds. So that's cool. We did that this weekend. Um, And the reason I didn't do it earlier in this season when it would have been more useful is because I also wanted to get mulch this year. And they kept every time I called on, they said, Oh, in about a week, we're going to get some mulch in. And then, oh, in about a week, and nobody, they never had it. And so um, it's difficult for anybody trying to do anything right now because lumber prices were really high at that point. Mulch was just impossible to get. You can't get computer parts. You can't buy cars. You can't buy a sink. You can't buy windows if you want those installed. You can't find a guy to come and do any work on your house. It's just a mess right now. Like there's all these jobs. And I was reading a thing earlier about how um, people are doing boot camp for trades right now because there's so much work. Um, People who don't know, you know, a hammer from a hammer drill um are are uh, out there doing that now so it's yeah it's a struggle so uh, it i is. hope that they've worked something out with the landlord if you know their business plan's gotten all oh i'm sure that they're fine yeah. yeah yeah i would hope because it's 
Yeah, it's hard. I mean, and you but get anyway, stuck back for that. It's like exactly. Crazy. Very positive email. They're looking forward to being open very soon. So yeah, we're, right we're really same. wishing them the best. Again, it's pharaohrestaurant.com. Um, and let's see, Tiger and Wife. Remember Tiger mm-hmm. and Wife? We of course actually do. them uh, episode 89. I'm making that up. I have no idea. Yeah. But, uh, do your own so research. They, Don't listen to us. Exactly. It's not, it's not 89. We have no idea. <laughs> we don't look no back idea. at what we did. But anyway, we had them on uh, talking about their delivery concept. Well, the good news is there's some really great news. So they're going to be officing out or working out of the Times Collective. If you remember, Heather mm-hmm. gave us that great tour, the Times mm-hmm. Collective. This is a a really kind of incubator space, office space in downtown Longmont, um, yep. right between Three. the third and fourth block in Longmont on the east side. And uh, so anyway, they're going to be doing some uh, work out of there. They can also do curbside delivery and they're still going to be doing their home delivery. And mm-hmm. right now they have a menu out that you can order for, say, they're calling it game day and that sort of thing. But I encourage people to take a look at it. I actually, my wife and I got food from them, thought it was awesome. So, you know, again, not a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're always accepting sponsorships. You know, if yeah. anybody wants to give us a big deal, we can, you know, we can do reads on air and give them a sponsorship. But anyway, Tiger and Wife doing uh, really good work, good food. And so I encourage people to take a look at that. And it's really exciting that they kind of moved into some digs over the Times Collective. So that's great. There you go. So I've got the uh, that Longmont will celebrate the opening of Spring Gulch Number 2, County Line Road Improvements. Ooh. So, yeah, right. right. What's Spring Gulch Number 2? Um, What's Spring so, Gulch Number 1? No, yeah, I have, honestly, whatever, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Longmont is not Inviting, this is the Daily Camera. Thank you, Daily Camera. Long was inviting residents uh, to everybody next Tuesday to celebrate the completion of the Spring Gulch Number 2 drainage and trail improvement areas. Recent uh, improvements to the county line road between 9th and 17th. So you got on-street bike lanes, sidewalks, addition of grade-separated uh, pedestrian crossings, left-hand turn lanes, all of the exciting infrastructure stuff that we we know and love around here so they're um they're gonna have an opening for that which and is brady little... can you hit that with more of a monotone voice when you say all the exciting things and construction and all of the other things that, that happen yeah that we love yeah. about infrastructure projects <laughs> five acres of wetland to the community <laughs> Anyway, the trail out there is amazing. It's really yeah, cool. It's Encourage beautiful. people to take a look at it. Yep. If you go straight all the way out, like Mountain View, and it dead ends, or actually, it's a, you know, it's a you got to stop and then turn left or right. If you turn left, you're going east on Mountain View, and there's a park there. You park there, and uh, first time I've been there, I can't remember what the name of the park is. Is that the Jim Ham one? No, no, no. Jim Ham, that's way farther east and north. This one is got a kind of an activity uh, water feature for kids. It's got a oh. great, uh, you know, great playground. And I was like, my wife and I were just like, oh, this is really cool. We had never been there before. We were right. trying to get to the, the, the new trail and we gotten there for different means before. And we right. finally said, hey, we'll go through this park. And it was really cool. Hey, honey, load the kids up. We're going to drive right. in circles and see if we can find the <laughs> park for the kids. That Hosepa guy said it's great. I will find that. I will effort right now, smart yeah. Alec, uh, to find that. So, <laughs> well, yeah, full of, full oh. of Have you noticed fewer native stickers, bumper stickers? Recently? I have. Yeah, yeah, recently more. Is that weird? I, I thought. I th- is there more now? I thought there were less because I, I feel like I haven't seen one in a long time. I feel like okay. So let's back up a little bit. I've seen a few more, but it's just to say I've seen four versus mm-hmm. zero. 
The other thing mm. too, I've noticed too, that bumper stickers are pretty much dead. Do you see bumper stickers anymore? Hardly. Not, not Hardly. much. I got to say when I first moved here, everybody had a like, I'm a native. And like, that was the thing. And it's like, this town's doubled in size, like a number of times in the last decades. Um, this It's growing so fast. There's so many people that aren't natives. Um, so I'm like wondering, it's like, we just watering down the numbers to the point where <laughs> people yeah. are like, take down that goofy bumper sticker. We don't yeah. like that. You know, I yeah. don't know, whatever it is. I don't <laughs> know who that voice is from. Some old timer exactly. that's just, just yeah. I come from, you know, the hill country out east. Um, I don't know who that guy is. I just think of some dude. With it's a that geog- guy. Who geog- is that guy? Who is he that makes, guy? He makes his own moonshine. Um, I think he does. I think he does. Out in the hills. Yeah. Out in the hills, yeah. Um, I have some news on there was a development that was planned that we talked about a few times um, down on uh, Spruce Street, which is close to my stomping ground. So if you're on like Third Avenue, you go south of that a little bit, right in the heart of Old Town. There's a street called Spruce Street. Technically, I think it's in Bone Bone Farm, Bond Farm, Bond Farm, uh-huh. Bond Farm. Yeah. And there was a big old lot there that um, they had this project slated that was sort of be a cohabitation, individual units, but then community spaces, that type of stuff. And that seems like that's that's all done. That's like they're going, we we couldn't pull it off or some such thing. Uh-huh. And then that lot went up for sale. Um, and it's a six acre lot right there. And it was went up for $3.1 million. Wow. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. And I think it's actually under contract. I'm not entirely sure on that. That That's a, that's a as maybe, but um pretty wild um for you know six acres is it's it's big don't get me wrong that's it's quite big so i think i think my lots you know two tenths of an acre or something less than 1.16 something like that it's not very big mm-hmm. um you know, i'm fortunate enough to have the yard and i'm very spoiled for that for the dogs and that type of thing but it's not a it's not a big lot uh by any means so this is if you subdivide this in theory you could you could you could make a lot of money with, with homes there. Plus the views are pretty good because it's on a little hill. But I just thought that was pretty remarkable because that's a that's a large lot. Um, they were talking about doing a sort of residential-y thing there. And if that's still broken up into residential stuff, that could be uh, a, kind of an interesting development. It's cool to be able to see and have these open spaces remaining. I waxed very poetically about that last time we were on air. You did, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I can't can't stop the tide. Um, so it's, it, you know, it, it's going to do what it's going to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it seems like it's kind of an interesting development. I thought that's a, that's a striking number. That's mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. For Very is. much so. All right. Smart Alec. I've got my directions. I also here have my go. park here. Get in the so, car. Where are we Mountain going? View. We're going mm-hmm. Mountain View and we're going across Pace. So you're going for, for mm-hmm. far east. You're going to get run into Deerwood Drive. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to make a left. You're going to go north on Deerwood and it's Stephen Day Park is what you're looking Stephen for. It's right Day. there on the corner of Mountain View and Deerwood. Okay. Stephen Day Park is a green space with BMX Park and Playground. Runs oh. right into the Spring Gulch Trail. It's a pretty delightful park. And again, I think, you know, because Longmont has grown so much, it's hard to keep tabs of some of the really cool parks and other uh, places and open spaces that we've got going on. And this got is a, lot, really yeah. a darn cool place. You know, yeah, the people, people down on the east side of town are probably like, yeah, no, no, uh, Stay, no stay duh, over idiot. there in Macintosh. Yeah. Get no out of duh, here, idiot! You know yeah. exactly. You know we know exactly where this place is. It's awesome. So, but anyway, yeah, don't don't shout out here. to Stephen Day Park. It's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Longmont continues mosquito abatement spraying. Five areas planned for Thursday. Ain't this grand? Um, but they're saying, <laughs> like, right? Talk about the stuff. It's you know, like, I bring the fun, and you bring the boring. So, yeah. You know, I, I make the. You know, I, I find <laughs> I find beauty in the in the in the mundane, Zempa, and I cheer it up. 
Yeah. People, I'm the color guy. I don't have to. I don't Everyone, have to listen up. He'll be talking about chip seal pretty soon. So, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah let's do chip seal. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Up straight. Yeah. You got an issue with the roads. Longmont, look it up. There's a place you can go complain and they'll come and fix it. It's actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, so they're going to do that because they said that um, high temperatures have extended the mosquito breeding season again for the daily camera. Uh, Longmont will once again spray neighborhoods to forget, protect against it. Um, and they're looking for the Kulex mosquitoes, which I guess is the breed that transmits West Nile virus. Yep. Something, something, something. Somebody's gotten sick in the area from it. It's not like a very common thing, but that's that's a still still an issue. So they're going to be doing uh, the Jim Ham, Sandstone Ranch, Union Reservoir, Great Western uh, Mill Village, and St. Green Greenway at Emory. Um, yeah. And then there's a bunch of stuff on here about where your deet. You know, it's the it's the female mosquitoes that are the issue. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a there's an old school joke in there. Um, if you want it, make it up yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, listeners, I have no idea what he's talking about. But anyway, we'll, well go. Well, it's just like oh, no, women are a problem. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, yeah. Great, oh, Rodney. They, you're going Rodney. Bunch, yeah. No. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. oh, don't you. Aren't men and women different? Yeah, like, yeah, that's obviously like, that's yeah. the way that like that, that all that works. Oh, and there's um the latest draft of Colorado's congressional map draws um our district with uh Joni Guse um into the same district as Lauren Bobert. Ah, yeah, uh, uh, she's she's got some opinions up yeah. there from out out in the um uh, ether. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's got She's got an opinion or two, which I thought was interesting. And uh, the way that congressional maps are drawn, I, I kind of figured it was intentional. Yeah, I, I, it's yeah. probably not an accident. That, Isn't it uh, always intentional with congressional maps? But yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know if it's. I think it was fairly independent. Um, you know, like the Colorado stuff. I don't think it's as bad for gerrymandering as other places, uh, which is a whole thing that I want to get into on air. But um, nope. you know, there you go. So let's see, that would be District 2, 2nd District. Um, this district includes much of Bobert and Larimer counties uh, and even part of Weld County and then stretches west to the Utah border. So it would have a Hispanic wow. population of nearly 28%. So um, even more so than what we have here in Longmont. So that's kind of interesting. Huh. Huh. But yeah, our district will now run all the way, or according to this map, but I... I guess we're running out of time to solidify. Like there's pretty hard deadlines on yeah. how that all that yeah. works. They so say you, you yeah. submit it. We're getting to the point where you can't make many amendments. Our district would run all the way to Utah. So basically <laughs> the, not the entire North uh, Western quadrant, but think that, I mean, it goes straight North off of us and then all the way out West. And so um, <laughs> big, 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 but uh, yeah. there you go. That's, that's, hey, uh, I think something that's really cool. I don't know if you've seen this at all, but Ralph's Castle, they're doing the auction at Pacific Auction House. Ralph Castles? Yeah. Not Ralph's, so not Ralph's Castle? It's Ralph's Castle. <laughs> yeah, Ralph Castle. <laughs> Ralph? So Ralph's Castle was an old service station yep. and what was kind of the outskirts of town on Mountain View. Again, mm -hmm. back to Mountain All the roads lead to Mountain View. Mountain View and Main Street. And so the house that was next to it is where they where they lived and so they're auctioning off uh the really interesting items over there i think some mm -hmm. people would find it really kind of cool pacific auction um is where you want to look and it's pretty easy to find it but you know i'm looking through some of these things i mean a lot of old signs as you can imagine there's travel information desk there's there's uh, a few things that they've got that's that are really interesting if people are into kind of old gas station stuff and other things but 
lot Turbo of things lube, going on. Motor oil, from yeah. standard, heavy-duty motor oil. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, uh, those types of things. So I, I saw this too come up. I didn't, I didn't know that um, they were here, but uh, there is some pretty cool stuff. The picture that they showed of the interior of that building was fairly tragic. Because oh, yeah. it, it was, you know, yeah. like a fridge that had probably been put in in the 30s, the type with the latch that you can't undo from the inside that you can suffocate in, like that type of stuff. And then just like the, the roof had caved in. Um, so just like, geez, it's too bad that this didn't sell years ago. But it is what it is. People can choose to sell their <laughs> stuff when they want. You know, like I don't have to sell anything. I think this one is for you, though. West Germany concertina. I think you oh, need nice. a bit on that, you know, so you nice. can you can sit there and play some music and jam it on that. I but, don't know uh, how to play the concertina though. That, <laughs> that was like that's that learned. Where I, Come on. Yeah, where I grew up, the concertina, and this is this is not a joke. This is not an exaggeration. That was that was it. Like people, like honest to God, there were bands. Like it was a popular thing. There was like a concertina shop. There yeah. were people that knew how to play. It was an old like the the kind of the joke. That's not really wrong is that new all minnesota was founded when like two the groups of german settlers sort of just said this is fine we'll, we'll just they like ran into each other like here this is good enough we'll just all be here now and so very very german very very bavarian czech influences and stuff but they yeah so the heritage days and stuff were concertina and there's a guy trying to think of johnny holmes i think is the name of the guy he would play concertina he was a, kind of a big name for a number of years <laughs> he would do the to the local circuit or whatever and play so yeah i mean it wouldn't be too far off the mark for my cultural background and stuff there you go um, yeah. nobody in my family plays but you know what the heck yours for it. the starting bit of 10 bucks so you know you can 10 get, bucks. get in on that yeah there you go yeah yeah i don't know there's uh there's some pretty cool stuff again you know it depends what you're how you're going to play this again well, it's an auction situation so you got yeah. 12 days and three hours basically to bid on most of this stuff so you, you know do you kind of just jump in is that your strategy do you jump in and try to scare everybody right. away or do you wait to the last minute yeah you blow it up and say hey i'm establishing dominance or yeah, yeah so there's exactly. a longmont advertising barbershop pole um antique fire extinguisher bulbs i don't know what that is um I don't either. Like, Put so, some corrosion present, but a little baking soda would go a long way. I don't know what the heck that even is. Uh, rare Atlas battery advertising posters. These actually look kind of cool. There's like very yeah, bright some of them really yellow, cool. bright I, blue, I, bright I'm... pink, black. Like very, like if you had that up now, people would go like, oh yeah, that's, it's like a retro modern thing, but people would probably eat it up. That's pretty cool. Um, primitive ice chests. That's pretty wild. Uh, an Atlas wiper blades display cabinet. There you go. Shop for your yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, antique oil lamps, tires. I mean, all sorts of weird stuff. But yeah, cool. Very cool. Very of the age, 20s, 30s, probably most of the stuff's from. And very old so, Longmont. I mean, it's kind of neat to see some of this stuff and hopefully it'll go to good homes and people will just have a wonderful time yeah. displaying that stuff. So, cool. hey, uh, question for you of the week. Let's go. Yeah, uh, right. What do we call fans of side dish? Side dishers? I don't know that we have enough to really get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Other yeah. people do. Other people have, you know. Uh, the people have. Have people written in asking I, this? Um, yeah, people were uh, asking me, "What do you call a what do you I, call side disher?" Oh. You know, think about it. I don't need to put you on the spot. Man, yeah, we're gonna need. Uh, we're gonna need something. Maybe pithy. people can reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail and let me know. Yeah, let us go. know what you want to be preferred. What do you want to be called? Yeah, side, 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 side hustle. No. Side, yeah, hardly we're making money on this. We gotten we've gotten a donation. In the past, so what yeah. the heck? No. Uh, primitive beer will reopen with uh, without door seating vaccine requirement. 
So one of color, this is from Westworld, uh, one of Colorado's smallest and most unusual breweries plans to reopen its tap room to the public this fall, 18 months after shuttering, uh, shutting down due to the pandemic primitive beer, which has been, uh, closed now, as long as it was open, will also be one of the first, possibly the only breweries to require state proof of, uh, COVID-19 vaccination for entry. Um, so this is down in prospect 2025 ionosphere street in Longmont is owned by, uh, Brandon and Lisa bold bolt, I'd assume, mm-hmm. and specializes in brewing and blending special, uh, Belgian inspired wild and sour beers. And so they're opening back up and I, you know, like interesting, um, we, we, we've had off air a lot of thoughts on, on how hard it is to open a business in, oh, in prospect, yeah. um, and seeing a lot of like, like insurance agents and yeah, uh, professional, fun, professional. Yeah. 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 Fund managers and that type of stuff. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but for this type of stuff, um, I, and I, my personal opinion or like thought is that, gee, I used to not have access to a lot of great restaurants super close. And so I would make the effort and now I go, well, I'll just get some nice tacos downtown. I'll do that. <laughs> um, sounds pretty good. <laughs> I'm a lazy guy. What do you want? What um, but, you? Yeah. but yeah, I mean, good luck to them. If you know, like it, it, it's cool. And the, the whole vaccination thing, Hey, we're all free to do what we want in this world. You don't like it. Yeah, drink somebody else's beer, whatever. Exactly. Matter. No, it's a really kind of a cool concept. And I think it's yeah. neat and wish them all the best. Uh, you know, it's one of the things that uh, appeared to be thriving down in prospects. So again, you know, wish them all the best. It's cool. Yeah. 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 And I know like, um, you know, I know people are, are not getting vaccinated they're getting sick. And even people who have the vaccine, I have a friend who was vaccinated, got sick with, with the COVID tested positive, the COVID, but yeah. the COVID, but he, you know, bounced back. It's like, Hey, I felt pretty crummy for two, three days and I'm fine. So yeah. now he's, he's back at work. Everything's yeah. good. And, uh, you know, hopefully his, his life just goes on as it, as it did before. That's all of ours have sort of stilted. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we're still kind of stumbling through everything, but hey. you know, it's, it's, there are some really cool, uh, green shoots that are pretty exciting to see, but you know, as far as developments, restaurants opening, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's pretty neat, you know, I'm not a fan of winter, as you know, so, mm. but I'll deal mm-hmm. as we get colder, but, uh, you know, life goes on. It has been nice to like them. I, I enjoy the mornings this yeah. type of year. Oh, it's beautiful. It's yeah. such a crazy, I mean, with the climate changing and like, it's still, like the weather's still spiking really hard in the afternoon. Cause I think today's high eighties or tomorrow's going to be nineties or whatever, but you wake up and it's in the low fifties or forties. Yeah. Something. It's like 45 degrees to get to the high. I mean, and I, crazy. And I have to be very mindful of how I run the fan. Cause I, I like it cold in the, at night. Yeah. and Kelsey's yeah. just like <laughs> freezing like a, yeah. like a little bird, you know, just like, yeah. Oh God, sorry to kill you. Um, but you know, I like it cold. So I run the, the fan overnight and it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause in, and then in the afternoon you're like, okay, I wake up, put jeans on and a sweatshirt. And then I change like now I'm wearing shorts. So I had to change. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, the, the ketchup I spilt on my shorts and I had a hot dog for lunch didn't help, but, Ooh, um, yeah. you know, whoops. Well, you know, I'm a grown, grown man. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? What do you, what yeah. do you want? Um, but yeah, so it's, it's a wild time, but, um, it's it is cool enough. I don't like the snow much. I don't like no, the length of winter. No. But I do like the the change of seasons. So. Yeah, I do too. I mean, people will say, "Well, Hosapa, you're being an idiot because you know it doesn't snow that much here." But you know, I can I'm allowed not to like winter. It's all good. I don't have to like uh, anything, you know, whatever. It's fine. Great. Um, do you have an event? I want to, you know, on the kind of the beer theme, I want to say, you know, shout out to the Light Shine Rattler Ride, which is September 18th, three to mm-hmm. 10 p.m. 
Um, and you know, people, this is really all ages. So just check it out. I will have um, some information on the show notes. I mean, what's Rottler but beer that? mixed with lemonade? Anybody can drink that, right? I know, all ages darn cool. All ages welcome. <laughs> Which reminds me, I remember uh, being in Germany and them like saying, "Hey, yeah, mixing Pepsi and Sprite in beer." Oh yeah, I think and I remember mix... asking and going, "Like, why? Who would do that?" And it's a way, like, for they were it's... saying younger kids to like enjoy the beer. I was like, okay. Plus, like, what, what? So the two things separated, I. Th- I think one of them is called a diesel. I can't remember what it is. There's red wine and Coke is a thing. Yeah. And like Spain. And that sounds awful. That sounds and disgusting. Yeah. It's yeah. It really does sound disgusting, but like cola and beer, Sprite, Sprite and beer. I kind of get, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I was going to say Sprite and beer. I had some, the, the gentleman brought some out for me and I was like, yeah, don't be deal. I tried a Pepsi and beer and I was like, okay, this is okay. But you mix it. Like what they do is they mix it half and half and you could, yeah, I mean, you can drink that all day. Yeah, you can. I mean, you have, yeah. you have three, three beer or three three of those it's like a beer and a half and yeah. you know, it's been three hours or whatever it's like yeah it's fine you feel good you're hydrated you got the electrolytes back in there, there you all you that go. stuff from the citric acid i don't you think know? i think a step too far would be gatorade beer but that's just me or kombucha i beer, yeah i, I just, knew a guy who used to mix you know. uh, gin and tonics um or not gin and tonics gin and, gin and juice with orange gatorade as oh, a recovery, oh, as a recovery mechanism yeah, no it thanks. was yeah uh he he said he's quit drinking uh good for him <laughs> <laughs> and let's see um there is a hundred dollar gift card to be uh won by somebody who's a lucky winner who is doing the stop shop and stroll pass through the longmont downtown mm. development authority so you go in and visit to different small shops and you get entered to win a hundred dollar gift card uh you know just encouraging people to go downtown and check out the small businesses that are down there and uh, you know we definitely want to support those small businesses you want to stop in at the ldda office i be the, believe that's 320 Main Street, um, and just so happens to be the same place where the Visit Longmont office is now located. Hey, so too. So uh, anyway. I want to just—I just want to call this up and looking at this uh, auction off and on, and there's <laughs> there, this is a device from you know from a different era, but it's yeah. um, they have three of these things, and they're three Polarine Lubsters you can buy. <laughs> this is what it's. The name was quite striking. You know, I don't striking. really need a Polarine Loopster. No, no I mean, it's great yeah. branding. But it holds Polarine yeah. motor oil, you know, from standard uh, oil. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I assume it's for dispensing the oil for whatever the use was. But, uh, yeah, they're called uh, Polarine Loopsters. Love, love that name. That was just a quick interjection. Love that name. Gosh, there are a lot of stuff on this. But, you know, we won't bore people with looking up a website and looking at objects. But, yeah, you know, go again, get- Go get bored on your own time. There's plenty of right. stuff to look at. Well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we let everybody go here. Yeah, so, get them out of here. Yeah, uh, we're, you know, uh, we probably bored everybody too much right now. So we'll uh, let everybody go, I guess. So Get out of here. Yeah. If I can cue up the music here. No, I don't want to do that. I mean, uh, I can go through this. Why don't you keep talking? Because I'm having issues. Now. Well, I found a you selected Walmart candy vendor, which is like, super dope i love it uh oh there's a box of records in there oh is there yeah I, should, i'm guessing there's like a buck 12 or something like that you yeah, know so for records. Not, yeah i'm sure probably gonna be a lot of stuff that i'm like well maybe i'll just skip it um you know like yeah. uh yeah. tinny recordings from the 20s or something exactly crooning yeah 45s that last all of you know minute 30 or something yeah well, as always, we thank Andy Epler for our intro music. Uh, thanks to Jessica Carson of Clandestine Amigo for the music for your week. Uh, we haven't played Jessica in a while, so thought we would kind of have long gone here uh, for music. 
find us on Amazon Music, wherever you find your pod content. And uh, rate us. Let us know you like the show. Send us an email at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. If you have music to share, we will play your music and share it with the world. Share it to our loyal listeners and plug your band. Yeah, your plug music, your thing. Whatever. Send it to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. Thank you, Brady. You're welcome. <laughs>